Hello, mighty people of the Most High and Magnificent God. This is Heather Miller, and I've come to bring the Word of God to you and to comfort you and to empower you and let you know today that you are great in your mighty God and your God is great in you. So I'm going to read to you straight out of the Word of God today. I'm going to start in Galatians. I'm going to start with the fruit of the Spirit. I'm going to move on to Matthew, and then I'm going to go out to back to Corinthians. And uh, if you want to get your Bible and follow along, or if you just want to listen while you drive, God has put on my heart that it's time to start reading God's Word to God's people and getting their bones fortified and, and nourished because we have a malnourished uh, body today. In some places, the body of Christ has not been fed the Word of God. They have only been fed words of uh, comfort and, and, and preachers have stayed on on subjects that uh, have not nourished the bones and really fortified God's people. Uh, there's been a lot of spiritual Kool-Aid served and a lot of cotton candy. And if you've come here for that today, you're on the wrong podcast because I'm going to tell it to you straight. And I'll tell it to you with God's love. God loves you so much. He would not have you to be dismayed or afraid. He wants you to be prepared. He wants his people informed. God's going to let you know what's going on in this last hour, and he's going to keep his mighty hand on you. So anyways, I just wanted to uh, share with you about the fruits of the Spirit and how important they are and the gifts of the Spirit because there's still a lot of confusion out there today about the gifts of the Spirit. And then I'm going to give you a personal testimony of my experience with some of this, and I hope that it blesses you. But if you will go with me to Galatians chapter 5, I'm going to read from verse 22 on out to verse 26. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, and temperance. Against the, such there is no law. And they that are, are Christ have crucified the flesh with the affections and lusts. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. Go back and listen to my message, Woman at the Well, where I talk about, you know, the true identity of the body of Christ is that we serve Him in spirit and in truth. Let us not be desirous of vainglory, provoking one another, envying one another. If you go up just a few verses above that, talks about the works of the flesh. I'm going to go ahead and read those while I'm here too. Here it is, number 16. This I say, walk in the Spirit, and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusteth against the Spirit, and the Spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary the one to the other, so that you cannot do the things that you would. You see, going back to crucifying the flesh. You see, a lot of that hasn't been taught. In a lot of these places today, it hadn't been taught to crucify the flesh. It's been taught to do whatever feels good. Follow your heart. That's crept into the church. But the, the word says that the heart is a deceitful thing. Okay? That you need to be following after the things of God. Instead of, instead of uh, trying to make God conform his will to what you want, you need to be conforming your will to what he wants. We all have to do it. Okay? hear that but if you be led of the spirit you're not under the law 
Okay. Now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these: adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, idolizing things. America has become a country of idolatry. Anybody with two eyes can see that. Witchcraft. You need to get out of any kind of witchcraft. Some people practice witchcraft. They don't even know it. Okay? And stop coming into agreement with those that practice witchcraft. That's another thing. Be careful who you come into agreement with. Look at your entertainment. Look at the things that entertain you. Okay? Hatred, variance, emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, and heresies. Envyings, murderers drunkenness, revelings, and such like, of the which I tell you before, as I have also told you in times past, that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Straight out of the word of God. Um, and then it goes on again to talk about the fruits of the Spirit, which I read first, because that's where the emphasis needs to be, is on the fruits of the Spirit. And you know, uh, those things, that's very, very important that, that we produce our own fruit. Because see, fruit comes from our own personal choices. Yes, it does. We get a choice in how we want to behave. Yes, we do. We get a choice in whether we're going to die to the flesh or not. Yes, we do get a choice. And God wants our choice to be Him so that the love of God. See, all the fruits are rooted in love. They're all love. There's nine different forms of love here. God wants that to come up out of your life. Yes. Yes and amen. And yes, we are capable of making that choice that that fruit will good fruit will come up out of our spirits. You know, I heard something recently as I was uh, being led to study and to look at some of the things that go on. And I heard this very, very, very popular prophet. And I'm not going to name names as I don't feel uh, led to do that. Some of you will know who I'm talking about, but it was this prophetic lady that uh, is very well known in certain circles. And she got up and she began to preach uh, this sermon, I guess you could call it. And she, her whole message was about how she could, that we were not capable of producing fruit. And while she was doing it, it was very, very strange. It was very, it was very, it gave me the eebie-jeebies. But as she was doing it, her head would, would twitch to the side and she would start cackling and laughing while she was preaching. It was very, very strange. And that was an evil, demonic spirit in her. And I recognized it and I called it out in, in front of the ones that I was sitting here watching it with. And I called that thing out. I said, that's an evil spirit. And uh, that's a false word. And the enemy would love to get that false word and get that thinking out there that you are not able or that you are not responsible for uh, making good choices, as some like to say. Yeah, some, some people, yeah, we do need to make some good choices. And that choice needs to be God's way. It needs to be Jesus. And if you make that choice, then the Holy Spirit, fruits of the Spirit, will begin to come up out of your life. And that's your choice. So, yes, you can produce your own fruit by... By, by serving Jesus and loving Him first with all your heart, mind, and soul, and loving your neighbor as yourself. And I'm going to tell you why that's so important, because your soul depends on it. I'm going to flip over here uh, to Matthew, and I'll read you out of Matthew, and I'm going to read the words of Jesus and what He thinks about fruit of the Spirit. Yes, I am. And I'm going to start in uh, chapter 7. I'm going to read on out through from 12 on out to um, chap uh, verse 23. 
Therefore, all things whatsoever you do, that men should do to you, do you even un- do you do you even so to them? For this is the law and the prophets. In other words, it's the golden rule, right? Do unto others as you would have them to do unto you, brother and sister. Enter you in the straight gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction, and many there be that go therein at. Um, to go in thereat, excuse me, because straight is the gate, and narrow is the way, which leadeth unto life, and few there be that find it. Beware of false prophets, which come unto you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly are ravening wolves. You shall know them by their fruits. Do men gather grapes of thorns and figs of thistles? Even so, every good tree bringeth forth good fruit, but a corrupt tree bringeth forth evil fruit. A good tree cannot bring forth evil fruit, neither can a corrupt tree bring forth good fruit. Bear with me as I read. Um, Every, okay, every tree that brings not good fruit is hewn down. Now hear this, brothers and sisters. Hear this, man of God. Hear this, woman of God. Um, Every tree that bringeth not forth good fruit is hewn down and cast into the fire. Is some of you out there, I feel led to say this, um, I'm preaching um, to you even beneath your level. Um, and some of you, I might be, you might be learning some things. But some of you that I may be preaching either beneath your level or on level with you. And you're saying, well, Heather, I already know this. I don't really need this. But sometimes it's good to hear another voice preaching the same thing so that it stirs you up in your spirit. And so that you don't feel so alone. I, I really feel led to say that. So just receive that as if that's for you. Um, amen. Moving on. Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. You hear that? But he that doeth the will of my Father which is in heaven. And this is where it gets scary. And I want to tell you something right here on verse 22. I don't hear a lot of preachers preach on this. They don't like to talk on this. Because I I believe there's not a lot of people that understand it. It's one of the scariest passages in the Bible. um, Because these these folks here are people that uh, that are serving the Lord. Now listen to this. Let me back that up. Let me rephrase that. These are people who uh, they think they're serving God. Let me just say that. That's why it's a scary scripture. Now, let me read it to you. But you're going to understand what it means because you have been appointed divinely to hear this word today. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name? And in thy name have cast out devils. And in thy name done many wonderful works. And then will I profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. Oh, man. Nobody wants to hear that. You see, that's why a lot of preachers haven't talked on this. Because um, until you understand it by the Holy Spirit, you don't understand it. It's a scary thing to think that there's folks out there today that think that they're doing, uh, that they're serving the Lord and they don't even know Him. How is it that they don't know Him? And yet they are doing these things. They're really doing these things. Because they haven't known him by his spirit and they have not been intimate with him. You know, I had somebody explain it to me recently. Matter of fact, it was my daddy. 
He's a man of God. And he explained something to me, and I love the way he used this. Is he said, you know how it says in the Bible that a man went in and he knew his wife, you know? In other words, he was intimate with her, and, there, and then there came, of course, a child was born. Okay, out of that. Well, when, when we are intimate with Christ Jesus, we know him. He knows us. Him, And that's when you and Jesus get together, and you give birth to the Word that's going to change lives. It's going to break strongholds. I'm telling you, you better hear that. Amen. Because you are intimate with Christ Jesus. You are his bride of Christ. You are. You look good to him. Ain't nothing wrong with the way you look. Ain't nothing wrong with you. He sees you through the blood veil of Jesus Christ. Oh, you better hear that word. You better say amen. Because see, that's what it is. It's about intimately knowing Jesus. And when you intimately know him, when you intimately know this God, fruit is just going to come out of you. So this is a, a call to get fruity. Time to get fruity in God. It's time to produce fruit. Yes, it is, brother and sister. You better hear that. And um, so I hope that blessed you and that that helps you to understand how important it is, how important it is that we love, that we remain uh, God's shining beacons in the earth, hope, light, bringing forth uh, truth to people and doing it in love. You know, I have had some success over these last few days reaching out to people with some of my podcasts and I, I, it's an honor and a blessing to be used by God. And I have had an influence because uh, there's been folks that have been kind of swept away with some of the things that are going on right now, some of these movements and such. And and they knew in their spirit that something, there had to be another piece to the puzzle. And, and, and God is so good to us that he divinely connects us to uh, help people, help us to see. We're supposed to edify one another with his word. And we're supposed to do it in his love. God is not calling you to scream and yell at people and tell them how wrong they are. Go tell him. Just tell him the truth in love, and God will call them out according to his will, and he'll convict their hearts. You can't be the Holy Ghost. Only the Holy Ghost can be the Holy Ghost, okay? So just tell him the truth, and God to, God will do the rest. Amen. So having said that, I want to pop now on over to 1 Corinthians 12, and I'm going to talk to you about the uh, gifts of the Spirit. And now, Heather, why are the gifts of the Spirit so important right now? What's well, it's important right now because I tell you something. These gifts of the Spirit, uh, they may very well save your life, okay? And God's people need to know um, what their gifts are. And you may say, well, Heather, I don't think I have any gifts. But I'm going to tell you something. If you've been serving Jesus and if you, even if you just gave your life to him t last night, I don't know where you are. You do have gifts. And God wants to give you and, and show you the gifts that you have in him. Because he gives them to all of his bride. He gives them to all of us. And um, they're very powerful. So here it goes. I'm going to read to you out of chapter 12. Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I would not have you ignorant. You know that you were Gentiles carried away even unto these dumb idols, even as you were led. Wherefore, I give you to understand that no man speaking by the Spirit of God calleth Jesus accursed, and that no man can say that Jesus is Lord but by the Holy Ghost. Now these are diversity, there, excuse me, now there are diversities of gifts. I mean, there's many different kinds. But the same Spirit, okay? It's the same Spirit that worketh in us all. Have you ever noticed that when you get with other believers 
and you recognize them as kingdom family, you automatically recognize and your spirit bears witness with the light in them and then <laughs> back and forth. It's like you all been getting the same Holy Ghost memos, right? You know when you're with another brother and sister in Christ Jesus because it's the same spirit that worketh in us all. Amen. And verse 5, and there were there are differences of administrations, but the same Lord, okay? Many di different ways that he uses our gifts, okay? And there are diversities of operations. You better hear that. Many different ways it works. But it is all the same God which worketh all in all. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit withal. For to one is given by thee. Now I'm going to go about down these uh, nine gifts of the Spirit and the nine fruits of the Spirit. Isn't that interesting? Nine and nine. Okay. For to one is given by the Spirit the word of wisdom. To another, the word of knowledge by the same Spirit. A word of knowledge is... Um, uh, that's when uh, you may have a knowledge in you that you know you don't know other but than by the Holy Spirit. God may tell you something. You may uh, see a thing, see a person, and suddenly you just know a thing. Okay? You know it in your spirit. That's the Holy Spirit in you at work. You better hear that. Um, I guarantee you something. There were some people that at, at one point or another, I want to hear these stories that came out of that shooting over in Odessa at that Walmart. You think there weren't some there weren't some men and women of God that had plans to go to Walmart that day, and then suddenly they just decided to stay home? That's the word of knowledge at work. You see what I'm saying? So these gifts of the Spirit will save your life. Uh, all these people that have subscribed to this Calvinistic thinking. That, that God doesn't talk to people anymore, God doesn't speak through his prophets anymore, that God doesn't do signs, wonders, and miracles anymore, he doesn't heal people anymore, I'm going to tell you something, it's time to stop. It's time to stop playing tiddlywinks in the holy water, and it's time to put all those fa false doctrines down, okay? Because nowhere in this Bible did it say that God's gifts aren't still in his people. He wouldn't leave us down here defenseless, I'm going to tell you something. This word is a sword. I might lose some friends over some of these podcasts, but I don't really care because my friend is Jesus. And I, if he's the only friend I have left on planet Earth, then he's the only one. And I will tell you another thing. I'm going to go down fighting and I'm going to go down telling people about Jesus. And, and, and it doesn't matter what. I'm going to tell them about this Jesus. I don't care. And some people say, well, I'm a, well, that I'm a woman. I shouldn't be preaching. Well, guess what? Okay, I'm going to tell people about Jesus no matter what. And the only way anybody's going to stop me, they're going to have to put a bullet in me to put me down. Because as long as there's people out there that need Jesus, oh, you better hear that. I'm going to be telling them about Jesus. You ought to do the same. Woman of God, sister, brothers. Oh, I got off on a rant. Bear with me. Nine to another faith by the same spirit. To another, gifts of healing. Okay? You, did you hear that? So there's a, a gift of faith. But we just read, did I not just read to you in Galatians, the nine fruits of the Spirit, and one of them was faith. So there's a, there's a fruit of faith. So there's a measure of faith that God expects you to produce on your own. Yes, He does. And then there's a gift of faith. That's interesting. 
And a gift of faith is, I'm going to tell you, when some things get so hard that you just say, Lord, I just don't have that kind of faith. There's something, how many of you know out there, there's some things that could happen in this life that, whew, you just, you just need something more. Well, that's where this gift of faith comes in. Isn't that something? He wants to give you a gift of faith. Some of you need that right now. God wants to supplement the faith you already have with a gift of faith. Open your arms up. Open your arms up today and receive that. And then gifts of healing, okay? By the same spirit. Oh yes, healing. That means healing the body. That's right. I've seen that at work in my life and I'm going to uh I'm going to do another podcast soon and I'm going to share some of those things with you. I'm going to share some of those things uh, the the <laughs> The things that my eyes have, gosh, if I that I have gotten to see, that I, I've been so honored and blessed. I want to share them with with you. Um, it's very humbling the things I've got to see. I'm I'm so fortunate. Now it's time to share those things with God's people. To another, the working of miracles. Oh yes. To another, prophecy. Amen. That's right. To another, discerning of spirits. To another, diverse kinds of tongues. People that want to say speaking in tongues is of the devil. I don't know where they got that. They must not be reading the same Bible I'm reading. See, it's time to go back to the Bible and what it says. To another, interpretation of tongues. Okay? Now, but but all these worketh that one and selfsame spirit, dividing to every man severally as he will. Amen. For as the body is one and hath many members, and all the members of that one body, being many, are one body, so also is Christ. Yes. For by one Spirit are we all baptized in one body, whether we be Jew or Gentiles, whether we be bond or free, and have been all made to drink into one Spirit. For the body is not one member, but many. And you can go on and read through that. And there's just so much to say. God's Word is so multifaceted. There's so many different colors in it. I encourage you to get back into your Bible. You know, as we're all quarantined at home, this is a good time to do that, isn't it? You know, God knows how to put some people in time out, get them to hear the Word. I've been blessed to minister to you today. I, I, I pray over each and every one of you that you are healed, that you are made whole, that you are strengthened and fortified in the Word. And um, I would like to pray over you. For those of you who feel like you're stressed out, you're wondering what's going on, you're hearing all these different reports, I'd just like for you to lay hands on yourself, wherever that may be, on your forehead, uh, over your heart, over your stomach. If you just want to put your hands up in the air right now. And and just... Uh, Lord, I ask that you would touch every person listening to this podcast right now. I ask that you would touch them with your mighty, precious Holy Spirit, Lord. And Lord God, I ask that it would be as warm oil going down from the top of the head to the tips of their toes, Lord, that you would comfort them in peace right now. And and Lord, I ask that you would provide for those that are in need. Uh, Lord, I ask that you would comfort their minds, Lord God. I ask that you would call them into a deeper walk with you. Anybody that needs to be healed, Lord God, I ask that you would touch them right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you for listening today. And um, 
please feel free to follow this podcast and follow me on uh, Instagram, My Lips Shall Proclaim, and please like my page, My Lips Shall Proclaim, as I'm going forth uh, to do this new thing and to be obedient in God. And and also I have an, uh, somebody that helps me out on there, Lexi Jolly. Uh, she's got a great word. I suggest that you listen to her uh, podcast also. Uh, she has a wonderful gift for comforting God's people in uh in this time god bless you and i don't care what it looks like out there god's people have a lovely day